Hi, my name is Ronnie, and welcome to Living Local. Living Local covers all things local, from entertainment and technology, all the way to business and community. We're located here in Toledo, and we have friends, family, and coworkers all over Northwest Ohio, Southeast Michigan, and Erie County. Don't forget to subscribe if you like what you hear, and thanks for listening. Welcome to our Living Local podcast. This is your host, Kim, with another edition of Giving Local. Giving Local is our community spotlight, and today we are joined by Executive Director Julia Peclavanos with Alzheimer's Association Northwest Ohio Chapter. Welcome, Julia. Thank you for being here. Well, thanks for inviting me, Kim. I really appreciate it. It's our pleasure. <laughs> this is a really important month for Alzheimer's Association. So we were really happy to have to, to be able to chat with you today and talk about the support that Alzheimer's Association provides our community members that are experiencing dementia or suffering with loved ones that are affected by this disease. So uh, we're really happy to have you today. I think we should just get started. Julia, tell us, how long have you been with Alzheimer's Association? I have been with the Alzheimer's Association three and a half years this month. That's so great. So are you loving it? Is it, um, is it everything you were hoping the position would be? Well, I think it's really more. Um, I've worked in the nonprofit sector for about 30 years, um, and uh, I've never worked for a large national organization like this. And we're really moving the needle in terms of care and support services, but also treatment and policy efforts that support families and individuals with dementia. Um, and it's so exciting to be part of a big national movement. I bet. That's awesome. I, I always think when I chat with nonprofit, I'd say heroes like yourself, uh, people who devote their lives to nonprofit work, I'm always curious. Um, who who is the person in your life or or just in the world in general that has influenced you the greatest? Somebody who's made you want to go into nonprofit work and devote your life to that? Well, I can think of a couple people, but I think I'll focus on my mom. My wow. mother has been a teacher since 1963, and she's still a teacher. Oh, you're kidding. No. What so, grade does she teach? Well, she teaches, she's a sub now, although this school year she's not subbing because she'll be 80 uh, in February. So she's chosen to sit some time out with the virus right now. But um, she uh, she subs. She retired from Toledo Public Schools um, and she is a substitute teacher. So she teaches whatever wherever she's needed, but she's a music teacher by education and background. Um, and, you know, she has inspired me to serve the community because she's always served the community. Um, it has been her um, mission and life to bring music and the joy and learning that goes along with music to kids for generations. And so she's been a real inspiration. I bet. I, I remember all of my music teachers, all of my voice teachers. Uh, before this, I was in musical theater and it really, I have to say, it was always my favorite classes and, and those teachers were really inspirational. So um, I, I, I bet she's pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, now, I did mention earlier that November is a special time for Alzheimer's Association. Uh, tell us what is so special about this month? Well, it's National Caregiver Month. And one of the things that people are really astounded by is the fact that we have 
5.8 million Americans who are diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. Now that's about 50 to 70% of people with dementia have Alzheimer's disease. There are about a hundred different types of, of dementia, but there are obviously many more than 5.8 million people who have some form of dementia in this country. In fact, um, if uh, of deaths of people over 80, one in three has some form of dementia, um, not necessarily death caused by dementia, but with dementia. So um, what's really important to remember is each one of those millions of individuals in this country or 220,000 in Ohio alone um, has about three unpaid caregivers, typically family members, but also friends, neighbors, um, and others who provide unpaid care to individuals with with dementia who are either living at home or even living in a long-term care facility. Um, and so the impact is exponential. Um, the disease, just with there, just the people with Alzheimer's, there are 16 million Americans who provide unpaid care to those individuals. Um, and then of course there are those dedicated for frontline service uh, industry, people who work in the long-term care industry as well during this pandemic even, um, who just are unsung heroes as well. The patients and, and dedication that they exhibit in their work working in the long-term care industry is also commendable. So caregivers can be either unpaid or, or professional, but we like to honor them in November. Oh, absolutely. I have more than one friend um, or coworker that is currently caring for a parent uh, with Alzheimer's. So I know, I know what they go through. It's, it really is. I, it, I would call them heroes. I think just the absolute world of them. I can't imagine, you know, life is hard already, you know, and you're working and, and I know, you know, they're, um, they're honored to do that for their family members, but uh, it's, it's a really, really tough gig. And so um, I'd say, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that we can honor them, you know, this month. We're going to be putting out a blog for Alzheimer's as well and um, and hopefully get this podcast out and get some some more um, eyes on this and make sure that uh, that people know where to go to get the resources that uh, that they really need right now. I was actually online um, today just doing a little bit of extra research before we met. And I have to say your website is is fantastic. It is a great resource. Um, I was just reading through it. I loved the pop-up, the 10 signs, early signs and symptoms. Um, and I, I kind of read through it. I'm going to be honest. I was a little nervous to click on it. My hypochondria, it was, I was just thinking, oh my gosh, I always forget where my phone is. I set this down and I can never find it. You know, I don't think I'm alone. I think a lot of people wonder, you know, um, this, those, those age related changes, is that a sign or a symptom? It, it's a, you know, it's, it's probably um, a concern for a lot of people. And this laid it out so well. It really walked through the 10 early signs and symptoms and then said, this is a typical age related change, you know, and, and, and kind of spelled that out as well. So I just have to say, you guys did a great job with that. I read through that. Um, but it looks like there's also some free e-learning courses on there as well. Is that right, Julia? Well, uh, those education programs are provided in a number of ways. So um, there, you can go online and, and uh, participate in a recorded education session. But we also, as a chapter, provide education sessions through Zoom uh, right now, uh, not in person currently. But um, those education sessions then are um, very similar, but they offer the opportunity to ask questions of our clinicians and of our um, our highly trained volunteers who 
um, help put those on. And they also um, make it more local. So some we have some local topics that we cover as well, like, um, you know, things about uh, where to access services and those kinds of things. So you can get those access those education programs both ways. Um, but that website is a wealth of information. And another piece that's really key, if you get on that website and you have questions about someone in your life and you don't want to pick up the phone and call our 24-7 helpline, you can actually chat with a live person uh, with your questions through our chat feature on that website as well. So um, it offers kind of that opportunity to ask questions without having to have somebody overhear you that you might be asking questions about them or even about yourself that you might be embarrassed about. Oh, that's great. Now, um, just for our listeners, what, what is the website that they can go to for this? ALZ.org. Great. And you do have the 24-hour. Yeah, it is that easy. Yeah, I, I found it just, I honestly just Googled it. It popped right up. I jumped on it. It really is a is a great um, resource for people. So um, I think definitely if there are listeners out there that really um, they're starting to need a little bit of extra help, they need just answer uh, you know some questions answered. Um, seeing a doctor is not, is not so easy, you know, all the time. And um, I think this is this is awesome that you guys have such a great organization um, at people's fingertips. So. Well, I also think, you know, I would be remiss in not mentioning some of the other services that are available to people locally as well. Sure. Um, so um, we do have a team of clinicians at the chapter who provide free services. Everything we provide is free, um, including a family care consultation program. So where we'll actually sit down and meet with family members, whether it's one person, several people who are caregivers, if it's someone who's early in the in the process of uh, dementia, they may also participate. Right now, we're doing those on Zoom or by a um, telephone conference call, um, but they are available, and uh, we will perform that care consultation where we kind of go through finding uh, middle ground for families to be able to manage together um, the challenges that they're facing in the future at whatever stage they are uh, in the dementia process. Um, we also have support groups. So we have caregiver support groups. We have uh, support groups that are general in nature. We also have a new caregiver support group just for the adult children of people with dementia. So um, those are also things that you can find on um, the Northwest Ohio um, pages. So that's alz.org slash nwohio. Um, and then finally, we also typically will have some early stage programming as well. So people who've been recently diagnosed, it's an opportunity for them to get together and, um, and have a support network of people who are going through something similar. Absolutely. That's excellent. Now we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Julia is going to debunk some common misconceptions about Alzheimer's and dementia for us. And we'll talk a little bit more about how you can help with their mission here in Northwest Ohio. Stick around. And if you like what you hear and you want to hear more from your community leaders, subscribe. We're here for you, right around the corner, ready to serve, connecting our homes, our schools, and our local businesses. With 24-7 help from experts and technicians who understand the value of service, because our customers are 
also our neighbors. So we'll do whatever it takes every day to make sure you stay connected when it counts. Buckeye Broadband. And we're back. Julia, what are some common misconceptions about Alzheimer's and dementia that you would like to debunk today for our listeners? Well, I think the most common is that people think if their parent or parents or grandparents had Alzheimer's, that they were going to have it too. Um, we have not been able to identify a specific gene for Alzheimer's disease, except in a very small group of about 3,000 people in the world who live primarily in Central and South America. They have what's called the, a gene for dominantly inherited Alzheimer's disease. Um, and we're actually studying that group of people um, to learn more about the disease as well. But, oh, uh, but just because your parent or grandparent had it does not mean that you're going to develop it. We do believe there's a higher likelihood because of physical traits and characteristics that may be similar, but um, it does not uh, it does not sentence you. Uh, your genetics do not sentence you to to um, Alzheimer's disease. In fact, we're doing a lot of study right now on how lifestyle choices impact the development of dementia in individuals and the progression of Alzheimer's disease itself, as well as other types of dementia. So, um, healthy diet exercise, um, staying active. Those are all elements that we believe is there's strong evidence to support that these, these prevent um, or delay the onset of dementia symptoms. Wow, that's great. I actually read that, and I showed my mother, uh, that grandparents who watch their, their grandchildren um, have, are less likely to develop early dementia. Have you read that? Is that a real study? That's something that I think mothers, you know, send to their mothers to say, hey, please watch my child. <laughs> it's healthy for you too, mom. <laughs> there are so many things that come out all the time that it's hard sure. to keep track of everything, but we have a really great resource for people. So if you have a smartphone, you can down, download our, um, our hub app. Um, and that research hub will give you the greatest and latest news on Alzheimer's disease um, and the breakthroughs and studies that are um, that are coming out. It's called the ALZ Science Hub, and you can download it at the App Store, um, whether it's Google Play or Apple um, iTunes Store. Um, and it's absolutely free. And as I said, you can sign up for the alerts even. And every time something new is released, you get a, an alert on your phone telling you, we can read this article. So, it, but as I said, it's incredibly difficult to keep track of everything. Absolutely. And there's so much, you know, misinformation out there. Um, so that is great. That's great to know. And, and a really, really cool resource for people too. So um, now Buckeye's been a proud partner of Alzheimer's Association for years now, but tell me how are, how can our listeners, how can other organizations in our area help your mission going forward? What are some ways that people can help you here? Well, we are highly dependent on engaged volunteers, whether they're people who help us organize our events, they're people who help us um, provide our support groups or our education programs, 
And we also need volunteers who actually just help us with the fundraising themselves, not even organizing our fundraising events, but uh, by being fundraisers themselves for the cause. Um, and then another area uh, that I'll mention as well is we're always looking for public policy volunteers at the state and federal level as well, because we have a very active public policy effort, um, both state and federal. Um, and those individuals would be connected with um, political um, folks in their uh, community and want to make a difference in really uh, changing things for the support services that are available to families and for uh, and, and for people who are really interested in moving the needle on research as well, because public policy is really key to making that happen. Absolutely. Well, that's it for this episode of Living Local. We want to thank Julia again for taking her time to be with us on this very important Giving Local Community Edition. Thank you, Julia. Thank you, Kim. And I want to just say Buckeye is a tremendous community partner for the Alzheimer's Association and many other of our local nonprofit organizations. Thank you for everything you do to support and help us get the word out to people who can use our help and want to help us end Alzheimer's. Absolutely. We're here for you. You know, you can always give me a call. So, so Stick around next month. We will be sharing some great ways to help our community shelters for the holiday season. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, please subscribe.